Welcome back Unleash Leader. I am your mindset coach, Sarah Hunter. I am also going to be recording this as an Instagram live. So what I would love you to do once you have finished listening to this episode is to go ahead and open the Instagram app, go and find me. I am underscore Sarah Hunter. I mean, hopefully you're already following me anyway. But I'd love you to go onto that live and to give me your takeaways or maybe your answers to some of the questions that are going to be coming up in this episode and just let me know your thoughts. So this episode, this live is all about money mindset. And I know that this topic is triggering for so many people, so many coaches, so many healers, but I need you to stay listening. And if you are uncomfortable, like sit with it. Be curious about why you are triggered. Like pause the episode, come back to the live later. Like if anything comes up for you, but just be aware of the feelings, the thoughts that come up, like breathe through the discomfort, like let things come up without any judgment and just ask yourself like why you are being triggered in the moment. Okay, so let's get to the good stuff. If you are riding the income roller coaster, if you have made 10K one month or had that 10K launch or whatever that number is for you and then you've had almost zero sales the next month or maybe it feels like your income has plateaued and you just can't seem to get above a certain amount, whatever you seem to do or whatever your strategy, you just don't even seem to make that first sell, then this episode, this live is absolutely for you. And just a reminder as well, if you're listening to the podcast, then please go review on Apple. I am so, so appreciative. It just takes you a couple of seconds and it means so much to me. So, you know, if you follow me on Instagram, I am underscore Sarah Hunter, that I'm not about the surface level money mindset, like your affirmations, your books, even your podcast, even though I housely have Unleashed Leader, you're, you're listening to it right now. Like it just gives you a little bit of a boost, like a serotonin boost. Like it maybe it does open up your awareness, but it's not a replacement for the real deal for like really going deeper into your patterns, your money stories, like what you believe about money, because it's not about the paper, it's not about the coins, it's not about the numbers on the screen. Like money mindset has zero to do with with cash, with money, and it has everything to do with you. And like, as I've said in my content before, it really should be called like you mindset. But it's just like it's really not catchy and it's not like sexy to sell, I don't think. So, you know, if you are a woman with big goals, which I know you are, if you're here, if you're like on the Instagram live, if you're if you're listening to the podcast and I will get to your questions, my love, um, then just know that like you are completely capable of your goals but the thoughts, your beliefs, and maybe those those behaviors right now are sabotaging you. So what does money mindset look for you? Like, what is that money mindset when I talk about it? Like, I believe it's the influences from your ancestors. It's the beliefs that have been passed on to you from your parents or whoever your caregiver was when you were a young child. 
And it's the experiences that you had as a child. Maybe you witnessed things, maybe you heard things or like whatever your experience as a child was. And obviously this is exactly what we're going to be doing inside of Illumination. But I want you to pause for a moment and think about all of the things that you heard your parents, grandparents, caregivers, like whoever you heard growing up, like what are the sayings that you know about money? Like money doesn't grow on trees. Rich people are bad. Like money is the root of all evil. Like I wonder if if it's 3 a.m. for you. Gosh, people on the live are, are up early. Yes, you should be sleeping. I feel like I need to tell you off. It's 3 a.m. <laughs> What were the things that you heard growing up about money? Like, and the, you know, the things that I've just said then are, are things that I all, like I heard growing up. No, I don't know specifically the person who told me that money was the root of all evil. Maybe that's just something in society. Like all of these sayings that people have about money, like they're all bullshit. Like I'm calling it right here. Actually, my my personal least favorite, and it's probably a little bit controversial, is that you need to be grateful for what you have. Now, don't get me wrong. I absolutely believe in gratitude, but I feel like this be grateful for what you have is almost like, I feel like it's a bit forced. And I feel like when parents say this to you, like it's, you know, you don't like the dinner that you're having, so be grateful what you have. Like they didn't buy you the, you know, the the right bag when you were in school, so just be grateful what you have. And it feels for me anyway, and I don't know if anyone else like resonates. Like it almost feels like be grateful for what you have is like forcing you to be like, shut up and deal with it. <laughs> That's how I feel like it is anyway. So what do I mean by the influences from your ancestors? Like the things that maybe you're aware of or not consciously aware of, like things that have happened in your family's past. Like maybe you had a great grandparent that, that was in lots of debt or maybe they, you know, maybe they were actually really successful, but they lost their business because of whatever reason. Maybe they're, you know, I've even heard stories of like people having house fires of when people like, you know, used to stuff all their money under the mattresses and, and you know, they lost all the family money, like all of these things, these experiences that are grandparents, great grandparents and so on and so forth, like all of these things have influenced obviously the next generation and they have you know, filtered their beliefs, they've, they've altered their behaviors, they, they, I mean, if you want to go into the science of it, it has changed their DNA as well, like, you only have to look at the women who were pregnant in 9-11, that their cortisol levels change, the, the way that their, their children um, deal with, with stress is completely different to the generation who came before, so, like, the things that your ancestors had to deal with for money, oh, hitting my mic, um, the, the things that your ancestors had to deal with money have literally been, you know, passed down through the generations of like, oh, no, like, don't do that. That's what like Uncle Ted did. And he did really badly. So, you know, don't ever become an entrepreneur. Like these are the kinds of things that can influence us that have been passed on through the generations. And then, of course, as I said, the beliefs that are passed on from your parents, like they have learned them from the other generations put their little, their spin on it, their experiences from the whole of their life as well. And they then pass them on to you. 
you know, the sayings that we hear are from our parents or from our caregivers. Like when I say one, I mean the other, like whoever took care of you as a young child, like whoever you were around most, who you lived with, like these things that your parents said to you, or maybe actually your your parents argued with each other about money, or maybe like money was a struggle, or maybe there was an excess of money. Like it really, when it comes to money, it really it really doesn't matter if you were on the side of less money or more money. It really doesn't matter. Like money doesn't care if there's more or if there's less. It's just the stories that you are making about money. And so, you know, the third one being the experiences that you witnessed as a child, the things that as I said, like your parents arguing or, you know, them working at a job all of the hours that they absolutely hated just to earn enough to get by. And then, of course, you had to be grateful for what you had. You know, all of these these things that you experienced as a child, like maybe it was through your parents or maybe it was through society. Maybe it was even something that a teacher said. And the point I want to make with this is like until you are seven years old, you are solely working from your subconscious. And what that means is everything that you are seeing and hearing and experiencing, you're taking on literally as, a, as the truth. Like you are a sponge soaking everything up and you don't understand the difference between a lie and a truth or like what someone's saying, like an, an opinion and what is actually your truth. And so we take these things on as a child through our, our own little lens, our own little filter, like maybe someone said something, but you, you took it out of context because you were a child and you didn't really understand. Like these are the beliefs, the behaviors that you've witnessed, the experiences that you've had that are impacting now your money mindset. And we need to unravel these beliefs and the sabotaging behaviors that go alongside them, which is exactly what we're going to be doing inside of Illumination, the the group program that's going to be running in May, because I'm going to be, you know, coaching you through your unique story, you know, the sabotaging beliefs, the sabotaging behaviors, so you can let go of that unwanted story so that we can shift your energy, so that we can stabilize your income, so that we can create more consistency, so that you aren't on that income roller coaster, but also to help you create bigger income and bigger impact as well. So, you know, I feel like this is a great time to just dive into a little practice. And if you are listening on the podcast, or even if you're just listening you know, on the um, on the Instagram live, but you're not watching. I want you to make sure you're safe. Please don't do anything. Please don't like follow along in the moment if you're driving or whatever. <laughs> but when it's safe for you to do so, I want you to close down your eyes and let's just take a nice deep breath. <sighs> just be present in the moment. And I want you to just be curious without any judgment like allow the first thought to pop into your head or the first feeling to to rise up in your body. And I want you to ask yourself and you can either do this out loud or you can do it in your head. Nice deep breath. And I want you to ask yourself, how am I sabotaging myself right now? And I wonder what came through. 
Was it something unexpected? It's okay if nothing came through. It could be that, you know, like you're you're busy doing the washing up. That's how I love to listen to podcasts. But it's okay if nothing came through also because it is a form of protection for your subconscious mind. Like it is so good at keeping you in the dark. It's, it's literally why I've called the program Illumination because they are blind spots for a reason. Like your subconscious has made these sabotaging thoughts, these beliefs, a blind spot to protect you, to keep you from from understanding that it's like it's trying to keep you safe. Like it may not be in alignment with your goals and your desires and where you're trying to go, but it is it is doing a really good job at at like what it's supposed to be doing. Like (laughs) it's protecting you. But the thing is, these thoughts are like this thing that came up and that's probably what's sabotaging you from selling more spots in your program, in your mastermind. It's probably stopping you from making more sales. It's keeping you from feeling even more confident. It's keeping you from feeling even more capable and worthy of more money or the, or more the, you know, the money that you have right now. In fact, like, you know, it can be both ways. Like maybe that is where you are at a plateau right now because you you don't feel confident and capable and worthy of it being more. And maybe that's why you're on the income roller coaster of like, you know, sometimes you are in that flow state and you're feeling really good, really confident, really capable, really worthy. And then that old sabotaging thought comes in, that doubt, the questioning yourself, maybe an old fear. Maybe if you're like me, it always comes up when you've got your period. Like that is the thing that's keeping you on the income roller coaster. It's keeping you in those dips. And, you know, I guess the next point in this conversation of like money mindset is all about creating safety. If you are in the income plateau or if you are on the roller coaster, it's all about creating safety. I'm just going to take a sip of my coffee. I feel like I've been talking a while. As you know, on Unleash Leader, I don't do any editing, so you're welcome. (laughs) So, you know, safety is all about safety in receiving, receiving that money, receiving that goodness, holding that money. Now, I don't mean hoarding, but holding that money in your bank account. So many people, so many entrepreneurs that come to work with me are really great at calling in money in their business, manifesting more sales. But when it comes to holding those bigger amounts, they're like spending it straight away or like quickly investing in other things. And yes, like I'm all for spending the money. I'm all for investing. Absolutely. But is it because there's a part of you that doesn't feel safe, doesn't feel worthy of that goodness? And I want you to know that it's safe to be in overflow, it's safe and it does not make you a bad person to want and desire more. And I'm going to say that again. It does not make you a bad person if you want and if you desire more. So I have some more questions for you. Do you believe it's safe for you to want more money? Do you believe it's even okay to want more money? Do you believe it's safe to have more money? You know, that no one's going to take it from you or they're not going to make you feel guilty or bad for having it. Like, (laughs) 
Like this is why I know that money mindset is not about the cash. And it is about you, the stories that you are telling yourself, the stories that you have been told, the stories that you have overheard and what you are making money mean. I was on a call this week. I'm a resident mindset coach in a couple of different masterminds. And someone on the call was like, uh, they, they asked me a question, in fact. And when I responded, she was like, you sounded so neutral when you said that. And my reply was like, well, that's because you're making that thing like mean something about you. You're making it mean something. You know, that's why I'm able to come from that neutral energy, because I'm not making it mean a thing. I'm not making it mean a thing about me, but you are making it mean something about you, those thoughts, those beliefs that are coming through. And it's the same thing with money, that beautiful, neutral energy. And I want to say this as well, like someone, I can't even remember how this came up now. I think it was a, was it a private client or someone in my DMs sent me something about like, you know, you need to create a a relationship with money. You need to be friends with money. And I actually completely disagree. I don't think you need to be friends with money. I don't think you need to have a relationship with money. And the reason being is because otherwise, like when you're on your period and you're being a bitch to money and dare I say it being ungrateful, (laughs) you are not going to believe that you are good enough to receive it. You're not going to believe that you're good enough to hold it. You know, if you're, if you think about being a good friend or being in a great relationship, yes, there are some things we can take from that to, you know, bring into that energy of money, but a friend like expects certain things from you. And I just don't believe that money puts those same expectations on us. Like it doesn't need us. I really need a hair clip. I'm so warm. Money doesn't need us to be really good. Money doesn't need us to be really smart. Money doesn't need us to be any of these things. Doesn't expect anything from us. So I'm going to just leave you with that. I've got a couple of questions that have come up on the live. But if you are still here, I'd love you to share any takeaways from this episode with me. Um, And as I said, please do review on podcasts, uh, (laughs) review the podcast on Apple, because it really does help me so, so much. So I'm just going to have a look at the questions that came up. (laughs) So the question was, what is the, the easiest and the most effective way to become the person who is money secure, who is secure with money, who has that feeling of security with money? And it really is about creating that safety with money, like whether you feel like money is safe with you, if it's safe for you to receive money. And it really is like, this is something that also came up on a call this week of like, have you ever asked yourself, like, what does safety feel like for you? What does safety feel like in your body? What does, what are the feelings when you know that you are safe and you can do this in so many different ways, whether like you're literally asking yourself the question or like maybe in meditation, maybe you're just saying it out loud when you're on a walk or like maybe you're journaling, whatever it works well for you. But it's really understanding like who is that person to you that is safe with money? 
And to know that you don't need to like become that person who is who is secure with money. Like as I was just saying, like money doesn't put any expectations on you. It doesn't need you to be anyone different from who you are right now, how you're showing up, what you, who you are. But it's understanding what that safety means for you. So what is one way we can heal and clear an, an ancestral pattern? Join illumination. <laughs> That would be my first answer. We are starting in May, depending on when you are listening to this. The pre-sale is still on until, I'm just bringing up my calendar, until the 20th. So I'm hopefully going to put this episode out today and obviously on Instagram live, then you're already listening to this anyway. But really, you know, illumination is that way of really diving into those ancestral patterns because you really need to hold, have someone else hold that space for your blind spots. Like, yes, we can do this work ourselves, and I'll give you a couple of tips in a second, but, you know, it's really about uncovering the beliefs, the behaviors that were passed on to us, whether it was consciously because they, they, you know, your parents, your ancestors, they thought that they were doing a good job. They thought that they were helping you, like keeping you safe or helping you in some way or unconsciously through their own beliefs, their their own behaviors that they modeled to you. So one way you can help to like heal or clear the ancestral pattern is I would first of all say like spend time if you can, like literally um, getting a piece of paper, getting a pen and like, um, what do I want to say? Like draw your family tree. So like you're going to have you and then like obviously both of your biological biological parents their parents and however far back you can go in that family tree and I want you to just think for a moment of like any financial trauma or anything really big that happened for them like some of my clients like their parents have literally fled war they've experienced famine or you know some of the examples I gave at the beginning of like you know houses caught on fire and all of the family money like got got burned down under the mattress or like people have had really successful businesses made a bad I'm doing air quotes for people on podcasts made a bad business decision and then lost all of their money so you know, really have a look and like money is just one way of doing this because obviously I'm talking about money mindset, but like however the sabotage is coming through for you, like if it's a worthiness piece, like, you know, especially as women, did the did the women in your female lineage, so like your mom, her mom, so on, so forth, like have they worked? Have they made their own money? I can't remember if my post has gone out or it's something I've scheduled But it's like it's literally in the last like 50 to 100 years, if you're in the UK or the US, that like we've been able to have our own bank account. We've been able to buy our own house. We've been able to receive the inheritance that's rightfully ours. Like this is such recent times. So, you know, do you feel worthy of the the income that's coming into your business? Do you feel like you are good enough to have your business is there thoughts in that way and so when I say look at your family tree yes I'm talking about money today but you know really look back at the things that have happened in your family and maybe it means having conversations with your parents excuse me with your parents your grandparents but also really tuning into your into your intuition like so many of my clients uh, myself included like one side of my family I have zero like factual knowledge But it really is about trusting your intuition, trusting the nudges that come through 
and being like, do I feel like, um, say it's a money belief and say it makes zero sense. Say it's something like, uh, you, you always feel like you're going to lose it all. Like it's all just going to suddenly go away and you've no idea where this comes from because there's nothing in your like your adulthood. There's nothing in your childhood that, that should have like caused this belief. Like this belief didn't originate with you. When it just feels like it doesn't make any sense in your body somatically, tune into that and be like, if it doesn't feel like mine then it's most likely not yours. And it came from someone else. It originated with someone else. So although, you know, I was just saying about making this family tree, it really is about you building, connecting and trusting that intuition. That if you really don't feel like it's yours and it just feels like, "Mm, no, like, this didn't start with me. Like there's no lived experience of this. I really don't understand it. It makes zero sense to me. And this is what it's been for some of my clients. They, they've they just intuitively known that it didn't feel like theirs because it just made no sense. And this is where, as I said, just trust that intuitive nudge and, and understand that it could have come from one of your ancestors. Like we don't need to know the exact person, the exact date, like the exact thing that, that happened or that was said. Like I really need to, to reaffirm this. Like if you're joining Illumination or if you're becoming a private client, like we don't need to know the exact thing. And so many of the times you're not going to get those answers, you know, especially for, you know, for myself included, one side of my family. So I said, I have no like factual information, but I know that there is some kind of trauma there. And it's things that I've had to go through, things that I've had to process, things that I've intuitively known were not mine. Just like the story that I share about you know, my belief of like, I'm not wanted. I know that it originated with my unborn sibling. Like, I know that that story isn't mine. I know that when, like, I was such an intentional pregnancy, like my parents were desperate for a second child. So I know logically that I was really wanted. And this is where that belief, as I said, sometimes they just don't make any logical sense. And this is when you know it's probably originated from an ancestor. Let's see if there's any more comments. Okay. Um, I don't understand that question. Mm, Don't understand that question. (laughs) Hey, Tamsin, how you doing? How can we repattern and reprogram abundance into our bodies? Ooh, I love this question. Um, So when it comes to abundance, you really need to understand what abundance is for you. So is abundance, okay, let's use me as an example. Abundance for me is time freedom, being able to travel. Abundance is sipping a really nice wine. It's being able to eat really delicious food. It's being able to spend time with Chris, my husband. It's being able to see my nieces smiling and laughing. Like that for me is when I feel the most abundant. You know, abundance isn't just money. But when it comes to money, abundance for me means being able to fly business class. Do I do it every time? No, but that is what abundance feels like for me. So, you know, I would ask you, like, what is abundance for you? 
And when you are aware of what that is, and you said about, um, actually, I can't read that word. You said, like, how do we reprogram abundance into our body? Like, how can you connect with whatever that abundance is for you? How can you connect with that daily? So for me, it's spending as much time as I can outside with the sun on my face or my feet in the pool. But I guess, you know, that definitely wasn't my reality when I was in England. So abundance for me was going for walks, you know, in in the local woods. It was taking time to savor my coffee when I'd when I'd made it well. You know, abundance is really connecting to how you feel and like bringing that into your day to day so that you already feel abundant. You already have this feeling in your life. And, you know, if we, you know, go back to money, because obviously we're talking about money today. So what does it feel like to feel abundant? Does it feel like, you know, being able to go to the, the grocery store, like buy your fruit and veg and just being able to put down your card without even like looking at the amount? Does it look like, I don't know, buying the really good hummus <laughs> rather than the, the cheap version? Like, does it look like being able to go out to a really nice coffee shop and buying that latte with the, the shot of syrup once a week? Like, how can you reprogram abundance into your life so that it, oh, hit my mic again, reprogram abundance into your life so it just becomes normal and it just becomes part of your routine. It becomes like abundance is like everywhere. I'm immersed in abundance, like really being able to connect into them. Um, let's see if there's any other questions. Yes, these traumas are literally programmed into our bodies. Exactly. And this is why, you know, with my private clients, like I do the hypnotherapy, obviously coaching, but we do the breath work as well because it really is encoded into our DNA you know just as I was saying with those the the example of 9-11 like there are so many if you want to go down the science route there are so many studies there are so many examples of these traumas being encoded into our bodies like literally being passed on through DNA you know when your grandmother is pregnant with your mother I think about like four months or something I can't remember the exact um, age, but when your mom is like four months in the womb, she has already created her eggs that you like will be making you. So everything that your grandmother experiences, like you are inside of her body also experiencing that, also experiencing any trauma, any anything that's happening in her life, anytime she's stressed, anytime she's experiencing joy, you know, all of those things like she is experiencing and you are experiencing them as well. So of course, like if there is a really big thing that happens with money, as I said before, like maybe it's even as simple as like people getting divorced years ago used to be such a big deal. You know, even like when I was, how many years are we going back now? Like even 10 years ago when I got divorced, it felt like a really big deal. And I can't even imagine what that would have felt like 50 years ago when it was like, you know, no one ever did it. And, you know, then and I'm, I'm telling a, a client story here of like someone in her family who got divorced and then it meant that money was a struggle. So my point being like these traumas really are encoded into our body. And the reason I brought up breathwork is because 
with hypnotherapy, you can reprogram the subconscious mind. You can create that safety. But if there is still trauma that is stored in the body, that is stored in your, your cells, breath, breath work is so potent, so transformational, so amazing at being able to bring awareness to the things that are still being carried in your body so you can process it. But most importantly, so that you can let it go. Like breathwork is just insanely incredible at doing that. Okay, that's all the questions that came up. If you have, hey lovely, if you have been listening to this podcast, if you have been tuning into the IG live, if you have um, watched on the replay and you have any other questions that you want to ask me, if you have any questions about illumination, as I said, the pre-sale is ending on Monday. So that will be the 20th. And then of course, the, the investment will be increasing. I would love for as many of you to really join this this space because it's going to help you if you are plateaued with your income with your your signups if you are on that income roller coaster right now where you've had a really great month followed by a dip or just no one reaching out to you for your program like this space is is going to be wild for you because you're going to realize the beliefs, the behaviors that have been that have been sabotaging you. Because at the moment, I can promise you, you are so capable and worthy of your goals and the income that you desire. It's just that you're getting in your own damn way. And it's it's not your fault. It's those things that are being passed on through your parents, through your ancestors, these things that we don't even consciously realize our beliefs within us, but they are currently sabotaging your potential and, and the level of business and success and impact that I know that you are completely capable of getting to. So if you have any questions about illumination, slide on into my DMs and ask them. We don't begin until May, so plenty of time for you to listen into the sleep hypnosis that's going to be dropping inside of the group soon. So it means that you get to tap into the transformation ahead of actually diving into all of the hot seat coaching and all of the other goodies. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of Unleash Leader. I am thinking that I'm going to begin to record some of my episodes whilst I am also on Instagram live so that you can join just like some of them did today and ask me questions um, so that you can really listen to the episode and ask questions on the spot of things that are resonating with you, things that are coming up, things that you would love to be able to pick my brains about. If you feel like this is something that you would love, please do let me know. Like this is obviously a super new podcast for me. I am still like figuring out what works best for me, what's going to work best for you guys as well. So I am always so, so grateful for your feedback. And as I said, if you do have like 30 seconds to go and review me, then it really, really does help. But for now, my beautiful human, it is time to tune out the noise in your head and to unleash your full potential. And I'll see you next time.